I hit record. Welcome, everybody, to Beer, Bourbon, and the Balderdash. Balderdash. Nice. Uh, so uh, did you just eat before you got on here? Is that why? Yeah, I was choking some chicken down. Yeah, choking your <laughs> chicken. That's what Johnny does. Johnny the choker chicken. Uh, so we're doing it on Tuesday, uh, the yep, podcast, uh, instead of Wednesday, uh, because John's going to fly home on Wednesday, so he'll be here. Thursday, I think we're still doing the podcast Thursday. Yeah, this is a makeup session. This is a makeup session. It's true because I forgot to hit the record button on the last episode, <laughs> and it was such a good one. Yeah, wow, guys. I mean, we had all kind of things happen. We had call-ins. We had oh, it's just it's mm-hmm. amazing. You know that song tribute? Yeah, it's about it's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, it you was know, actually. This is not going to be the greatest <clears throat> podcast in the world, but this is a tribute to the greatest <laughs> podcast in the world. Yeah, and Satan might show up. You never know. You just never know. That'd be, that'd be great. Yeah. Would it, though? I don't think it'd be I, be, I bet he's cool. We interview think, him? No, I think I bet he's an asshole. Maybe. I'm going to say Satan's probably an asshole. I'm going to say yeah, it right how, now. Like, I know a lot of assholes that are my friends. Yeah. Well, better friends. Maybe find better friends. Who wants asshole yeah. friends? You need one asshole friend and then a lot of nice friends. You just, it has to even out that way. You can't have, you can't have more asshole friends than you have nice friends. Would you say you have more asshole friends than nice friends or more nice friends than asshole friends? I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't think I have any asshole friends. Well, that's nice. You have, you, you have to have an asshole friend in there. Um, I mean, I have friends that can be assholes. Yeah. But more like, like, Playful assholes, not no. like they're just mean. I don't keep mean people in my life. Mean people are assholes. There you go. Okay, so, but if the person <laughs> is more of an asshole than they are nice, then that would make them an asshole? Yeah, but it's more like, like, you stupid asshole. <laughs> Fun. You know, it's like they're funny. Oh, okay. They, but they really know how to, like, dig deep and poke yeah. you in hurts. yeah. <laughs> In the but asshole. They're genuine, but they're actually <laughs> genuinely nice people. Pokey in the asshole. That's where it hurts. Yeah. How do you know? Everyone experiments in college. Yeah. I never experimented in college. Oh, that's so funny. That's so oh funny. So um, I guess uh, let's start it off since this is a beer and bourbon review podcast, uh, pretending to be an actual podcast. Um, Ooh, yeah. Let's start off with the beer tonight. Well, I'd like to uh, to throw out that we did have something from Maui Brewing last week. Yeah, and we talked about and, Maui, and we talked about Maui. Direct energy weapons fires are over there. And, uh-huh. Yep, space lasers. Space lasers. Chinese space yep. lasers. And how suspicious it was they didn't uh, turn on the sirens or that yeah. some of them weren't working. That is a little suspicious. The guy resigned, so he must know that he fucked up. Well, No Agenda talked a little bit about it this last week, and. Uh, he he made up some bullshit story that they only use it for tsunamis. Well, that's what it actually is, is a tsunami warning system. But yeah. but they like but no agenda remembered that they used it when it was that fake missile thing. Remember when oh, they yeah. had that fake they used it then, so that wasn't a tsunami. No, it wasn't. It could have been if the missile missed the island and hit the water. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't know that. Just, just saying. <laughs> 
So yeah, so we did the Maui, um, and that was uh, mediocre. So uh, yeah, Maui, you a, dodged I mean, the was, bullet. What was it? It was like a light logger, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just okay. Yeah, it wasn't anything to really even review about, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I do like they do get pretty good reviews on a lot of their beers, and they have some pretty interesting flavors. I think it'd be good to revisit. I bet we can find it over in Seattle more more readily than over here. Probably. Um, so maybe I'll see if I can find another one, and we can do a makeup one. Yeah. Maybe we'll get four. Okay. And we'll drink two of them. And if they're terrible, we'll just say, good luck, Maui Brewing Company. I hope you survive. Yeah. And and then we won't review it. Yeah. But I bet they're all right. I mean, they're big enough. They have four different locations. Although BJ's has a lot of big, a lot of locations and their beer's not great. Yep. So anyway. BJ's. Right, so, <clears throat> you know BJ's? I don't know BJ's. It's like a, it's I like, like a BJ's, but I don't know BJ's. That's, that's great. It's great. <laughs> And there's your sex talk for the night. Yeah. Also, just to let everyone know, too, um, you, we have a voicemail or a, a phone number that you can call. You can leave us uh, beer mail or bourbon mail. We'll call it Balderdash mail. Uh, you can leave us some Balderdash mail, and that number is 360-553-1058. Call now, and mm. uh, someone will talk to you. You can tell me anything. Which is two dollars a minute. Three six zero five five three one zero five eight. We will play it on the show. Um and even if you call yeah. during the show, we might even take the phone call. You never know. Yeah. We might take the Bring phone call. Bring your A call. game. Yeah. We'll ask you a bunch of questions. Um, you can say dirty things because no one can cancel us. And um nope. and it'll be great. So it will be delightful. It will be delightful. Three six zero five five three one zero five eight. Call us and tell us you want your money now. It's your money and you want it now. Those commercials are the best. I know. Okay, so what are we doing? <laughs> All right, so we're we're we went almost as far away from Hawaii as you could get in still the United <laughs> States to Ipswich Brewing Company, which is a little city north of um wait. Yes, I think it's north of Boston. I don't know. I've never been there. I found this in a grocery store. Yeah, north of Boston. Okay. Uh, almost down near the kind of by Gloucester, you know where Gloucester is. I don't. It's in some of the movies about fishing people. Okay. Um, Fish people. And I th- and I think that show, um, Wicked Tuna. Yeah. I think they they say a lot of sail. Yeah, they say a lot of of Gloucester. Okay. Gloucester, Massachusetts. So Ipswich Brewing Company's Oatmeal Stout, a yeah. robust American style stout. Seven percent. Seven percent. Twelve ounces. Sixty IBUs. Sixty IBUs. Yeah, but because it's a big bear, it probably won't be super heavy. Okay. Um, okay. But here we go. Let's give it a pop. Okay. Ooh, like that was a dark. good sound. Ooh. Oh. I mean, it smells like a stout. Uh, yep, a boozy stout of that. Oh, yeah. Yummy. Let's see, you're pouring it in a glass. I'm drinking it out of a can. Like, yeah, I like to pour it in the glass because I like to see what it looks like. No, oh, that's good. Since you're doing the review there, there you go. Yeah, you have that. Pitch. You have that little foggy thing on because of your Zoom meetings for work. So, oh, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll turn it off. That is. No, you don't have to. It's fine. You can take it p- off. Pitch black. There is nothing. You, you can't see through that at all. There's no, like, no transparency. That is a dark, dark beer. Nice. Anyway, cheers. Uh, yeah, cheers. <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty tasty. It's more bitter than most, less sweet than 
I actually kind of like it. Stouts. I do too. It's like it does it's have like a, a coffee stout. It does have a like a metallic taste to it too, though. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that is weird. I wonder why that is. Do you taste that? Yeah, I know. I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's a little metallic taste on it. Hmm. It's mm-hmm. probably lead. Oh yeah, I like lead. <clears throat> Pump you full of yeah. lead. Yeah, without that metallic taste, so it wouldn't be so bad. No, and it's like in the aftertaste. It's in the back end. I could drink yeah. this. I love dark beers. That's one of my favorites. Um, oatmeal stouts, of course, I really like. Barley wines, I love. Barley wines is considered mm. a beer, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beer. It's a beer style. No, so this barley wine. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hey, well, I that's had, good. I have a couple Actually, questions for you. Yeah, give me a thing. Okay. Uh, my first question is, I was thinking about um, doing... Uh, some music in our podcast. What do you think okay. about that? Be more specific. Okay. So uh, right now there's like a kind of a music revolution thing going on and uh, where artists, they can go on to like wave Lake or Ellen beats and they could, they could put their music out there and if people like it, they send them Satoshis and stuff like that. And this way they're bypassing the whole music industry and going yep. straight to the consumer. Uh, there's a thing called the split kit that I'm trying to learn. And what would happen is when people listen to our podcast and they hear that music, if they want to boost us, that money will actually go to, or the Satoshis will actually go to the artist. Oh, so we're like that. Yeah. We'll help promoting them. We don't have to change the format of our podcast necessarily. We could have it at like the end of our podcast, or I don't know, even if we want to do like a pee break intermission, we can play it in the middle mm-hmm. or something like that, but mm-hmm. just something to think about. I, I yeah. haven't learned too much about it yet because um, it's all very technical over my head stuff, but there's people I've been asking and, and hopefully there'll be better direction, but it's something that I thought would be interesting to maybe introduce, but we'll see. Yeah. I think that could be fun. I okay. like that. I'm on board. And then next week, this is more of a, a, a statement than anything. Um, I got a bunch of little whiskey or a bunch of little glass bottles and I filled them up with, I believe 12 different whiskeys that we haven't tried yet. So you can take that home back to PVD Ooh. when you... Give us some some uh, ammo. Yeah, I'll try to collect a bunch of beers so we're all set to go. Awesome. And then my my actual second question is, uh, do you want to do like a sober October type thing where October we uh, we don't drink and instead we look at the alternative alcohol type stuff for uh, each episode? Um, I'll have to get back to you on that one. Okay. You're trying to That's think what, of what events you have going on in October that well, you Helen don't want to abstain here. from. Well, <laughs> Helen will be here in Providence, and like a lot of our adventuring involves going out to breweries and on the weekends. And so I don't – oh, and then we have a birthday party in the end of October. Um, yeah. Because September is not great for me because I got a few events coming up, and then, you know, Thanksgiving. Why don't we do January like everybody else? I guess so. I just didn't want to be like uh, – Maybe we could just pretend to be sober. <laughs> just say yes. We'll do the sober thing on the podcast, and then you yes, can go we'll back do the to sober your thing on the on the podcast. Yeah, and you know, go let back me go to get some weekly drinking. Yep, there you go. Awesome. All right. I mean, great. you could just do like a like one of the things that I've been doing lately. I've lost like ten pounds since May. Nice, and good job. One of the things that I've been doing. I've gained is, your ten uh, pounds. I've uh, I've just been drinking less alone. Oh, good. Like I, I just, just like, I've just stopped drinking when I'm by myself for the most part. Um, and I think that's helped. I think that's one of the big things. And I walk like 20,000 steps a day. 
nice. That's, a, that's, that's a probably one. doing it right there. That's probably a big one between those two, between those two things. Like I know, even without all the steps, I know that I I start to lose weight if I if, even just after a couple of days of not drinking. Like it's probably a lot of water weight initially, but or is it probably uh, a lot of um, like uh, not bloating, <clears throat> but uh, infl- inflammation? Yeah, inflammation. So yeah. it's like I swell down. Yeah. So yeah, I usually only drink on uh, the day we do podcasts, and then Sundays with my dad. Um, I usually drink on unless, most days unless friends are in town and they want to go hang out, then I might do a different day. But yeah, for the most part, it's just that, uh, yeah. speaking of that anyways, is tonight's whiskey. Uh, tonight's whiskey Perm- is brought to you by angel envy, not a sponsor. Um, angel envy. yeah, we did this we actually have, last we should week. Have sponsors. We no, should have, sponsors. we don't want sponsors. Cause then they'll be like, we don't like him. We depend on their money. And they're like, Oh, okay. Well, we don't depend on their money. They give us their money and we tell them what we think. Yeah. Make a better product if you don't like what we say. Yeah, I don't want to be like, you know, like, what if they have a really bad product? We just say no. Why don't, what if we just sell manscaping products? <laughs> okay. Hey, Squarespace would it. like to sponsor us. Yeah. What is it? Harry's, Harry's, Harry's ball yeah. jiggler. Yeah. Shaver thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Angel's Envy we did last week, but since no one heard that except for <laughs> whoever was listening live, uh, we're going to do it again. Uh, I think that was just Trina. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had someone else. I had someone else. So. Oh, Trina says that she's been to Maui, Maui Brewing Company and they have good food and good beer. She obviously didn't drink their lager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Trina likes bad beer, which that could be a possibility. Uh, no so, judgment. Yeah, lots of it. Um, Angel's Envy, <laughs> Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, finished in port wine barrels. Uh, this is 86.6 proof. It's a beautiful coffin-type shaped bottle with angel wings that are kind of in the back of it. Um, color is nice and kind of a, not not really amber, um, more of a yellow than uh, than amber, but not like a straw yellow. It's kind of a darker one. Um, and it's finished in port wine barrels, which typically uh, whiskey, um, if they finish it in a fortified wine, it's usually sherry. Um, but sometimes they also use uh, port or Madeira, which are also fortified mm-hmm. wines. Port comes from Portugal. It's a fortified wine from Portugal. And what it does is ports uh, can typically be dry. So this will kind of help even out the sweetness of a bourbon as well. Um, Not all, but most of the time. And, you know, um, depending on how long they finish the whiskey in a port barrel, uh, that'll be color um, and some taste as well. We'll get into that. Most of the time you'll get like a fruitier taste um, and some of the tannins that, you know, are come from that fortified wine. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, they have whole series in different kinds of casks. Cider cask, uh, yep. the port one again, rum cask, but that's interesting. Yep. And Angel Envy is kind of one of the bigger players of the port cask finish bourbon thing. Um, they usually blend batches of eight to 10 barrels of a bourbon at a time, and they're usually aged up to six years. Then they finish the whiskey in a 60-gallon ruby port barrel made from French oak and imported directly from Portugal. So... Um, and typically this finishing time is between three to six months. You can go a lot longer, but they obviously think that that's uh, probably one of the uh, good places to stop there. Uh, another one that I think we've had on this podcast, Barton 1792, they also mm-hmm. are uh, port finished and that's a Sazerac owned uh, company. 
Um, Beckenridge, um, that's another one that I think we've had. I think we've had Beckenridge on this podcast. I can't remember though exactly. Um, but I do it again. We should we should do a flight of those three. Yeah, and then compare them all. It's not a bad idea. Plus, it'll probably taste good. So, anyways, uh, that's what we're looking at. So let's give it a sniffy. I will say, um, I like the shape of the bottle, but the angel wings remind me of somebody who wears an affliction (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. It is a little, uh, early two thousands, um, MMA type style. Yeah. Like somebody definitely has these exact angel wings tattooed on their back. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Someone has this tattooed. That's for sure. 100%. And and his name is Jeff. (laughs) And he drives a Subaru or a mini truck. <laughs> Why a Subaru? I I always think of Subaru Subaru Bros. They usually have like you know um, a lot of tattoos or kind of assholes on the road. These mm-hmm. are the same guys. Mini trucks. They usually have scraggly beards. Where or like caps. a one series BMW. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, it's like that's like twenty five years old. Speaking of BMWs, I was not disappointed today by the BMW driver in front of me on I-5, who every time I changed a lane with my blinker on, he would also mosey in the lane at the same time without his blinker. And he did it to me like three or four times. He lives here in West Seattle. Like, why? Just didn't want you to go in front of him? No, he just a BMW driver, just no blinker, just mosey on over. He wasn't being aggressive or anything like that. I was just Just like, like being annoying. I was like, that's a perfect BMW. I forgot that BMWs, you have to pay like an extra ten, twenty thousand dollars to get that blinker. Otherwise, it just oh, doesn't yeah. come standard. It's a lot. Well, blinker fluid is expensive these days. <laughs> blinker fluid is expensive. You're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> if you get one with a flux capacitor, you're okay, but most of the time. Yeah, yeah that's a, a long shelf life. Yep. Yeah. I get maple syrup, raisins, vanilla. I mean, it's it's pretty good. Pretty typical of a bourbon, yeah. That vanilla, that like kind of sweet yeah. nose comes right from the bur- barrel, oak barrel. Mm-hmm. And on the palate, cheers, cheers. Hmm. Yeah, oh, that's really good. Yeah, fruity. It's, the vanilla f- flows through too. The between the nose, like you know, a lot of the ones we do, the the taste and this and the nose, they don't necessarily aligned this yeah. one actually aligns pretty well yeah yeah what you're smelling is what you're tasting yeah i like that that was delicious it's fruity i don't think it really countered the sweetness i find it very sweet mm-hmm. and and that yeah. sweetness hangs on it's like definitely continuing to stay in my mouth so well that's how you like it i do like it in my mouth when it stays in your mouth Giving all my secrets away. That's right. I got to keep it kind of clean because I I um <clears throat> I broke this secret to my coworkers that I do a podcast and they're very excited. That's funny because my one of my coworkers said, "Oh, on my road trip with my son this last weekend, we listened to the Oktoberfest episode thirty-two, and we were howling." And I have told my <laughs> coworkers. Uh, not to listen. I said, please don't listen. Don't don't listen. <laughs> I would like I'd like to keep my job. Um, <laughs> but she listened. Her and her son, and her son's college age son, and uh, they loved it, and they were howling. Oh, they thought it was great. super funny. I love it. Uh, which I agree. I have to agree with it. Yeah, we we're we're silly peeps. Yeah, that's for sure. They she they I uh, had a meeting last week, and it came out somehow that I did a podcast, and the one that they happened to look up was. 
episode 69, the sex talk. Of course. Well, that was actually, that was a good one. If <laughs> yeah, our last episode was actually, was actually a, really good. It was a really good one for them to, to pick up on. If that's the first one they listen to, I won't be disappointed because it, the title comes across as it might be a little racy, but then it's actually a pretty good topic. Yeah. Plus on Instagram, and, I put a, uh, I put a little picture of, um, uh, penis peach and, uh, eggplant. Oh yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I was going to do birds and bees, but I thought, you know, kids these days, they don't get the birds and they bees. They don't know what well. that is. They don't know what peach, that is. Peach and eggplant though. That's good. Yeah. They know that's all penis right there. They understand that. Um, Moving to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. Penis. Oh, peaches. Peaches come from a can. <laughs> they were put there by a man. I love how easily distracted. Downtown. I love how easily distracted we get on this. Again, you know if you want to leave us, uh, I love that song. Okay, yeah, good. President of the United States of America. Yeah, okay. Okay. I love them. Okay. Uh, 360-553-1058. 360-553-1058. Call us. And leave us a Balderdash mail mm-hmm. or uh, call us if you're listening live and uh, we'll have you on. We'll do a little chit chat. You can tell us uh, how wrong we are, how cool we are. I prefer cool, but, you know, you never yeah. know. Yeah, I would like cool because um, being wrong is a fairly constant state. For me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just singing my praises would be pretty nice. <laughs> Okay, so for our topic tonight, I kind of had this idea that um, I wanted to talk to you about, and and it came from uh, just kind of what goes on in the world and stuff like that, and how to how to keep your focus on what's really mm-hmm. important with all the noise that's going on in the world. And then, of course, last week um, you were running a little late because you had some uh, family thing that you had to take care of, which is great. It's fine. You should take care of that. Um, but I'm the kind of person that I have routines and, uh, my wife does this to me all the time. Not all the time. She does it to me sometimes. I shouldn't, shouldn't talk in hyperbole like that, but I have a morning routine. I do certain things in the morning and that's how I kind of get ready and get going. And I'm out the door and I get out the door at a certain time. So I know what time I wake up and what time I leave. And I know all the things I have to do in between. And if there's any kind of something that gets put in my way or I have to do a different task during that time or, you know, whatever. I don't mind helping her. That's not what I'm saying, but it throws off my routine enough that I'll forget something. I'll forget (laughs) keys. I'll forget my lunchbox or I'll forget my bag or I'll always forget something that I, that I have to bring um, because that one extra thing. And so, you know, last week, because my, how my mind works, I had things set up in a certain way and then um, I was ready to go at four. You had your family thing. Uh, and so I decided, well, I'll go live anyways, and I'll play some music from Wave Lake and just try my DJing hand out. And I totally forgot to hit record because that was not something I wanted to record. And then you came on, and then we just kept going. And so in my mind, if I don't have things kind of in a certain way, then I'm not very disciplined, and I'll go off all over the place. So that's kind of where that ended up with me thinking about, okay, well, let's talk about how do you focus? Um, mm-hmm. What are, what are the things? Cause you even said, you know, that uh, when about Dana's uh, coworker getting that fountain and then they didn't want it and then they wanted it and then they didn't want it. <laughs> and you said, this works out great for my pr- procrastination uh, yeah, because perfect. I haven't ordered it yet. <laughs> now, now I can justify procrastinating now, things because it worked great. out great this one time. Perfect comment. Perfect comment. <laughs> So how do you, John, how does John Harrison, how do you uh, help yourself focus 
on the task at hand. It doesn't even have to be work related, just your family stuff. Cause I know you guys are super busy. Uh, when you come mm-hmm. to town, you're already booked. Like we can't get mm-hmm. a word in edgewise, like weekends are out the door. Um, cause they've been booked. We try to prioritize you put, booked like four can. months advanced. Yeah. But people are better about asking things from you guys. That's, that's, that's my party planning committee. She sorts that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I get overwhelmed a lot. I, I, Helen told me recently, I think I've shared on the podcast too. She's like, she told me she thinks I have high functioning anxiety. Um, and it wasn't until recently that she's like, yeah, I've always thought John had anxiety of some sort. Mm. And, and I've taken that to heart a little bit. Now it starts to make a lot of sense why I do a lot of things I do. Mm-hmm. Like my brain gets overwhelmed. And so the way that I focus and like, I know there's some people that say lists are not good, but for me, if, if I know, like using a calendar is huge for me because if I put it on a calendar, then I don't, I don't have to remember when it is. And it's like my brain gets full of a bunch of shit and I just have to get it out. So like if I'm at home and I have projects to do or like when I'm at work and I have a bunch of stuff to get done, I'll make a physical list of things to do. And just like being able to get it out of my brain and know that it's stored somewhere and I don't have to think about it anymore. allows sure. me to pick one and work on it. Yeah. Um, and then like I even, for me too, it's like the motivation of checking things off is really I find it very helpful. And so I'll put stupid shit on that list too. Like if I'm home on Saturday working, I'll put like shower or poop, <laughs> kiss my wife, tell yeah. Helen I love it. Like I'll put stuff mixed in there yeah, um, because then it keeps a little lighter and, and more fun, but it helps me continue to go back on the list and check things check off. Things and, off. And, That's a good feeling you know, to check things off too. Yeah. And then it's like the fun stuff that you put in there. Like <laughs> you like kissing your wife. Yeah, it's kind of fun, but it's also like it breaks it up. It's not just like a shit. I got to get down and do all these things I don't really want to do. Like, there's some stuff on the list I just really, really want to do, but I have to get some other stuff done first. Yeah. So I do that, and then at work, it's really hard to stay focused because it's a big open office. We don't have cubicles or our own offices. It's just big open spaces, and people are loud and inconsiderate at times when they're walking through. I don't think they notice how loud they are when they're walking by people's desks trying to work. So I don't entirely blame them because it's like top to bottom leadership down to interns. People are walking around in groups just talking and it gets loud in certain places and we happen to be near a really busy place. And um, I've told people before, like if I have my headphones on, just assume I can't hear anything and I've tuned everybody out because I, the way I manage to work through the day in this chaos as I turn on my headphones, noise canceling headphones and then play heavy metal. So I just like listen to loud grinding music and it like drowns everything out. I can't hear anything. Like my manager has to like wave his arms to get my attention. <laughs> like this is, you just know that my head is down and please don't bother me. Yeah. I'm working. Yeah. Send me an email. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. Do you guys have an internal IM or uh, what do they we call do. it now? We, yeah. Slack. Uh, yeah, we use Slack. Yep, Slack. I didn't find yep. out about Slack because I've been out of the corporate world or that big corporation world for a long time. But when the Twitter files were coming out, you know, there was a lot of stuff that's saved on the Slack channels. Like they don't go mm-hmm. away; they're they're saved information. So, yeah, you can set it to delete information at a certain time, or at least to archive it. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, archive. Yeah, we use so we use so. Slack all the time for all sorts of stuff. But yeah, how about you? How do you stay focused? Uh, same thing. Um, you know, it was a a book that's been written a long time ago. I think it was like, uh, um, doing it right or something like that. It's a, it's a productivity book and, uh, I'm going to look it up right now. So if anyone wants to look it up later, uh, shoot, 
It's like uh, you know, doing it right or something like that. I can't find it right now, and I don't want to waste the time on the podcast doing it. But um, basically, the guy's like, you know, write down, write down everything that you have to do, and then um, you know, first thing in the morning, and then kind of categorize it, like you know, start prioritizing it. What's most important? What's most pressing? Knowing that things are going to change throughout the day, depending on your job, you know, things come mm-hmm. up. Um, and then, um, and then what's personal too. So there's, there's basically two lists. There's work stuff and then there's personal stuff. Mm -hmm. And included in that work stuff is prioritizing all the things that need to be immediate, but things that you know in the future would help you, you know, have more, you know, time to focus on stuff or be proactive, Mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that. So when I get up, uh, in the mornings, sometimes in the afternoons, depending on how my morning goes with work. Um, I write down stuff. I haven't been that good about my personal life writing stuff down. I'm much better about it with work because I manage uh, three different properties and, and the well, four different properties. And uh, so there's four different place things going on in three different states that I have to focus on. Um, so I really need to prioritize what's most important. And some of those things I need to prioritize with other people who are kind of my liaisons in those places so that I can have an idea so I can go to the owners and we can make decisions. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I don't, I will fall behind. I will drown and I will get yelled at. Um, And then they will fire me. And so how do you know I like to keep my job? Um, I haven't purposely gotten fired. So I didn't like, (laughs) I didn't like my job that much. I'd I'd already be (laughs) fired by now, but I try to do my best. And I think that's just who I am in my personal life. I can walk around this house and go, oh yeah, I got to do that. I got to do that. And I got to do that. I'll never write it down. And I don't know why it's, it's a, it's a hole missing in my productivity mind. Um, so for example, I have a bunch of woodworking projects out in my garage last weekend, not last weekend, the weekend before last, I went out there cause I was going to make these mahogany shelves for the bathroom. Uh, cause we're having our bathroom remodeled. And uh, Dana wanted something that I made in that bathroom. And so I got this beautiful mahogany from Crosscut, uh, sanded it down, cut it exactly the right. And then I brought it inside the house uh, so that it can sit in the house for a couple of weeks and kind of acclimate to the climate inside the house before Mm -hmm. I finish it, do any more sanding and stuff like that. And when I first went out there to start working on these things, I saw my two other projects. And I was like, oh. (laughs) So I was just like, okay. So I started working on the one project that I started on first. And then once I got that out of the way, and it was a simple project, but it's just sitting there. Um, so I, I knew I could hurry up and get that done. So I hurried up and got that done. Then I worked on the shelves for Dana. And then I worked on the other project, which isn't that big of a deal. And that's making the um, the little tasting, whiskey tasting uh, bourbon staves. Mm-hmm. And so I made a whole bunch more of those, but that was kind of like after I was done with everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just that kind of thing where I'm just like, Oh yeah, that's right. And I had to prioritize. And so I was just like, okay, I know what I can get this done real quick and then I can work on the big thing. And then this stuff is, if mm-hmm. I have time. Um, so that was on the fly thinking, but I really need to start writing stuff <clears throat> down. I really do. Cause there's, there's things in my house where I'm like, Oh yeah. And then I'll just forget. And then I'll go back like a week later and go, Oh yeah. And then I'll just oh, forget. Yeah. You know, so I'm not managing my house very well as far as, you know, changing a light bulb here or, you know, fixing this thing there. It's just, I moved on to the next thing or someone's asked me to do something else. 
And of course I'm totally forgetting about that and I can be easily distracted. Yeah. I know for me, it helps like, especially with some of the bigger projects where there's a lot of stuff that compounds if it's not done in the right order Mm -hmm. or like something should be done first. The next thing could be done before or after, but if it's done before it's much harder, things like that. So Mm -hmm. like being able to order those, um, in the right priority. So you're like not cleaning twice, things like that. I, I find it really helpful to, to set up those, um, to do lists on, on everything. Like it also helps me like when I'm fixing the truck or working on the cabin or any sort of project, like making sure I have the, the list and the order in place, like the, the, how we're going to do this. Like when Helen and I were working on the shop, the first trip out there at the property, um, Every day we would sit down and we would make a list of things we need to do in the order we need to do them. And then we would just like go to the list, yeah. check something off and just work through it. And it made us very efficient because there wasn't a lot of standing around figuring it out, which is like, this is what's next. And, oh, you're going to be doing this. Well, I'll get started on this other thing. Yeah. And so there was no, there was, it was very, it was surprisingly efficient. We did a really good job that weekend, by the way, pat on the back for us. We're yeah. great. And now you're going to finish it next weekend. Yeah. Uh, this coming weekend, uh, is no parents weekend. Oh, so no work focus on no the kids work. Yeah. playing with kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the following week, we're going to go out there. Okay. We're going to come out the following week weekend. We'll go out and then we're going to spend a week out there. So that'll be fun. Excellent. But yeah, I, I find it really hard to, to stay focused. A lot of times I get distracted by like shiny things and little projects and the more fun to do. Uh, but one of the things that when I was at Amazon, I, I took this like, was mostly focused on managing your day um, and staying productive and not letting yourself get off track. And a lot of it revolves around managing your email when you work in an organization like that, because you're constantly getting shit thrown at you all day long. And one of the pieces of advice that he gave that I thought was really good, like one is like turn your email off so you don't let those exterior distractions bug you, like schedule time to deal with emails. Yeah. And then when you're going through them, if it's going to take two minutes or less to deal with an email, just do it. Yeah. So a lot of them are really quick. You just knock it off, check it up, check the box, like prioritize those and then start working on the longer term ones or like the ones you have to schedule time for that, you know, are going to be a time suck. Those could be later, but like you can clear out a lot of the work right away <clears throat> instead yeah. of just letting them sit. Like don't tag them or star them to get back to just do it. I know it's obnoxious, but just, just do it, get it done. Yeah. No, so, I agree with that. 100%. The other one that he, that I've taken very seriously ever since I took that class was he schedules, an hour for lunch every day, mm-hmm. no matter what. And he's like, that's my sacred time. Somebody tries to schedule a meeting. Then I just say no. Yeah. Like it's blocked out for a reason. That's my time. I'm not going to move it for anybody. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say no. So I started doing that too. And it's great. So now I have like an hour every day for lunch or like, if I really do need to like buckle down and get something done, it's already blocked out and I have the time to do it. Yeah. And if I've, if I'm up to speed, I get an hour for lunch where I don't have to do anything. Yep. I use my calendar. That's good, John. I use my calendar a lot too to like, if I know something's going to come up, but it's like a couple months away, like I'll open up my calendar, just put little reminders so that, you know, like a week before I know that I have to do something like, Hey, remember to order this, remember to buy this, remember to start preparing mm-hmm. for this. So that way things kind of don't surprise me like, Oh crap. Now I got to go do this thing. And it doesn't freak me out. So I, I, I like technology that helps me do that stuff. I use notes a lot. As a matter of fact, for this podcast, mm-hmm. I use, um, I use, uh, the Apple notes or whatever it is. Yeah. And I write You're down being tracked by Apple, right? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. We're being tracked by everything. Um, but every episode, um, (laughs) I write down just a few things. So I don't forget. I write down what beer and what whiskey, what our topic was. Um, I usually do it ahead of time. Not necessarily if I know ahead of time, I'll do it ahead of time. And that way I won't forget Mm because before, when we started this podcast, I was like, Oh, what did we do? What did we talk about? What was it about? about? We were drinking a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, we were actually at the beginning of this podcast, uh, when we started this, yeah, we would be hammered and it would go long. It was like two hours long and we're just like, ah, okay, I guess we're going to end the podcast now. More brown. Yeah, more brown. And then we would uh, get off the podcast and we'd go drink more. Yeah, that was that was crazy that's times. Why, that's why we're chubby, guys. <laughs> I mean, so at, at least we're not doing like, like Coca-Cola, cocaine, and crap talk. Something like that. I don't know. That wasn't a good example, but I get what Coca-Cola you're saying. Is full of, Coca-Cola is full of calories that we get so fat, but then yeah. we'd be so hyper that maybe we'd burn all those calories off. True. That's true. I don't uh, know. The I other. Go ahead. I wouldn't even know where to get cocaine. Yeah. So don't ask. Yeah. I don't either. Oh, do I? No, I don't know. Uh, the other There's part. Somebody that lives in your parking garage that can help you. <laughs> the other part. No, they just, they smoke a lot of weed next door. Um, not Max and Danelle, but behind me. Um, no, I mean at the properties you manage. Oh, it's oh, probably her- heroin or meth. Oh no, it's definitely fentanyl or heroin or something. They're all scabby and folded over. Um, the other part of the focus question that really kind of got me started thinking about this a lot was, you know, during the the pandemic, um, like I had a really hard time. Uh, focusing on things that were most important because all of this stuff that's going on in our world, whether it was political or the virus or anything else um, was consuming so much of the space in my head that I really had to uh, focus, try to help myself focus on and um, try to create a mental toughness of not allowing those things to consume me. Um, whereas mm-hmm. some people say like black pill, you too, like make you so depressed and everything is, I had to work hard at that. And part of the things, some of the things that I had to focus on was <clears throat> prioritizing what's most important in my life. Um, and not, I didn't necessarily have to write it down or whatnot, but like my faith and my family and my friends, you know, focusing on, on those tangible things that are right in front of me helped me out a lot from all the things that I couldn't control in the world. Um, you know, and, and really trying to work on, um, you know, loving the people around me instead of allowing the dark stuff around me to seep in and take away all that stuff, all the hope and all those kind of things. Um, for me, that was super important. So I, I really focused on, on my faith. I really focused on, uh, Dana, my family, and then, um, you know, and, and trying to have, you know, continue seeing people in my relationship. And then my friends, like you guys were our pandemic buddies, um, mm-hmm. at that time. So we did a lot with you guys during that time because, um, you guys were comfortable with us not being vaccinated. Um, and that was great. And so that we weren't super lonely and hanging out there. So it was appreciative. Well, that was, that was like, I, I mean, I, the pandemic, I think, kind of opened our eyes to the way a lot of people actually think about things. Like, and I, we took it as like, let's think critically about the people that we know. Like, it wasn't like you were denying that there was a situation. Yeah. 
like we'd have real conversations about it and there's some some differences that we had about it too but but it was like I, I that's a choice you get to make and i also get to make a choice to not spend time there or to spend time with you but it wasn't like you're being reckless you were making a, a decision for your life and we love you yeah um and so i just i think so often we get fed we get spoon fed a line and we decide to die on that sword no matter what and it like ruins a bunch of relationships with people that are probably really great that yeah. you're missing out on yeah and then there are some wackos out there yeah and they're probably really fun to hang out with for a <laughs> for a bit. And I, and I think it, it I think you know um I I've had some experience with some people during that time where I was kind of like, "Oh, you know, this is kind of breaking your brain." Um <laughs> and uh or I you know like, "Oh, is this really who you are?" you know, so I kind of I kind of also um reevaluated uh relationships I had with people during that time too. Mm -hmm. Um and try to focus on positive people or people that I actually want around in my life um, that I, I don't mind investing in, you know, I mean, if this is it, right. If, if, you know, if time is this short as everyone's, you know, on TV is telling me time is going to be super short here. If this is it, then I, I want to be, I want to just focus on the people that I need to focus on that are yeah, most Why would you waste me. your energy on somebody who's annoying and that's just not, it. not a quality person. That's just it. And I didn't, like, and I don't go ahead. I was going to say, I don't, and I'm not saying like a quality person, like, I think this is where people get screwed up and say like, oh, a quality person is a person who believes, thinks, does just like me. No, it's not. That's, yeah. that's not, that's not what defines a quality person. That's, no. it's really boring. If your whole world is homogenous, that sucks. Like yeah. where are the good stories going to come from? And where are the, like yep. the, the good arguments and discussions? Where are you going to, who is going to challenge you to do better? Yeah. If, if everyone is just the same as you, like it's, it's just like the conversations are not interesting. They don't make you critically think you just end up in a big echo chamber where you're so deeply ingrained in whatever it is you believe, whether that's like political or I don't know if you're part of a flat earth society and all your friends <laughs> agree with you. Like, I, I mean, it's concave earth. Ugh, flat they're earth two earth. different things. They're two different things. I know. I think flat earthers, it's a concave earth. Yeah, those flat earthers, they're crazy. <laughs> they keep proving that the earth is round and spot, but they still believe it's flat. Yeah. Well, those are my favorite videos. Sometimes anyway, it's hard yeah, to give up. I just I just think it's interesting. And I, I like we get so stuck in our ways and the just this need to be right. And the reality is if you're wrong, so what? Like it's not even an ego thing. It's like, you can be wrong. People are wrong all the time. I'm wrong all the time. I think I already admitted it on this podcast that I'm wrong a lot. Yeah. yeah. And things change too, as we get yeah. more information. I mean, it's not like, yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. So those are things that I try to do. Um, you know, and you and I, in the past on this it? podcast, we've talked a lot about fortifying our minds, fortifying our wine, fortifying our wines, um, how, you know, trying how to make ourselves stronger mentally. So what, so in terms of focus, like what is thinking about your family, um, do to help you stay focused and get things done? Well, I mean, it's really putting them first, talking to them, uh, listening to them and even disagreeing with them. Um, but trying to maintain a tight relationship. I don't agree with things my kids do. Um, they know that I'm very honest mm -hmm. about it in a very loving way. I, I try not to be mean. I just try to be honest and even when you're honest, it can, it can be seen as bad, but, um, but I want them around. Um, I really was thankful that they were home 
during that whole pandemic time or whatever, so that <clears throat> they could be here with, with Dana and I, who I think are pretty stable. Um, and they can watch our reactions and maybe learn from us as well as how to react to certain things and how to, how to go through this, um, how to be honest, you know? So mm-hmm. those are the kind of the things that we focused on. Um, like I said, I, I doesn't mean I agree with my kids. They're their own people. Um, I think they're crazy half the time, um, but mm-hmm. I love them and I want to be able to, you know, speak into their lives still. And I, I want them to be able to be open to me speaking in their lives, even though they know dad's going to disagree or dad's not going to like this, you know, and, and all I'm looking for is honesty. Most of the time, just honesty. I, mm-hmm. I think that's just, it's always the best policy. I know that's a, I know that's a, a used overused saying, but I, I think it's true. So, so yeah, that's what I focused on. I just focused on, you know, building, continuing to harden our relationships with our children. And by harden, I mean like solidify make them stronger yeah and go through it with them you know and and just even you know the world just seeps into your house whether you like it or not anyways you can't you know um the things of this world so i just you know how do we talk about it how do we tackle it how do we uh agree to disagree about things yeah yeah so that's good skills to have yeah i i think so too i think i think the humans that don't have those skills are the ones that really melt down they don't know how to be challenged they don't know they don't think perhaps other opinions exist. And even if they're lousy opinions, they don't know how to talk to someone with that and change their mind. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, it's like when you see, I don't know how many podcasts ago this came up. We were talking about this though. And like having discussions about things. And it's like, you know, when you've lost the fight, when you resort to violence to win, yeah. that's how you know you've lost the fight. Really? Because like, if you're, if you're right and you have good, if good information or good logical conclusions or statements to make yeah. supporting evidence it you shouldn't have to resort to violence to win like that's you're missing the entire point that's not sure. winning that's yeah. just like beating down somebody else or even just calling someone an asshole or so you're an asshole i don't even want to listen to you like you know something yeah. like that just say i don't know i don't know yeah. it's okay to say i don't know i haven't thought about that <laughs> i don't have really a good rebuttal against that yeah it's okay i it, i disagree we've had this conversation before too where like We've had a few cocktails and well, okay. It's just mostly Brown, but, uh, then, then like we start going down roads where I'm like, I've done it with Nate. Actually, when I've had cock, I've had too much Brown and he shows up and he wants to talk to me about he all those pushing that shit. Like, and it's like, I don't like, you're barraging me with all this stuff. I don't know. I I'm, like, I haven't read up on this or looked into it. I know very little about the topic that you're bringing up. This is not the time to have this conversation, but he really likes to go after it. Yeah, but then I think we've had those moments too, where like, I don't, I have no opinion on that. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I haven't actually looked into it and that's okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. I got uh, a message from Danelle. Hi Danelle. Yep. She says, uh, tell John that I agree with the lists and I believe in them too. She's an Amazonian oh. by the way. Yeah. Um, she said, okay, this is really hard. I want to interact, but I can't, uh, the LOL. Yes. The open office concept sucks sucks and she's she uh has to go back to amazon so she has to work in the office three days a week yep she's been she's been an indoor kitten uh during the pandemic and now she has (laughs) to go venture out she has to venture out three days a week and that's hard for a lot of people uh that really kind of made their home their office and they enjoyed it um Mm -hmm. a lot more and uh so anyways uh but danelle if you're still listening live on uh, listen.balderdashlive.com uh, if you go to beerbourbonbalderdash.com and go to the listen live 
um, button at the top. It'll send you to the chat room or a link to the chat room. And it says, join the live chat here. And it's in green and you click on that and you can chat with us live on the uh, zero node from Kiwi IRC. Yep. Yep. I'm on there critically monitoring the message that has come through. It's yes. just from Trina. Yep. And Trina. Thanks, just Trina. <laughs> bye, bye, Trina. Bye, Trina. <laughs> uh, we also have, um, you can leave us a Balderdash mail. So uh, that number is 360-553-1058. Cash now. It doesn't mean anything. I haven't spelt it out. I don't know what it means. Uh, I was just lucky to get a Washington number through Google Voice. So leave us a mm-hmm. voicemail and we'll listen to it and play it on the podcasts and we'll critique you and we might make fun of you and all that stuff so uh you just never know anyways um well just don't be a knob yeah don't be a knob or be a knob we're knobs it's fine (laughs) it's a safe place (laughs) oh no adam has joined the chat hi adam hi adam (laughs) this must be trina's adam uh and adam you can uh hear adam's uh episode with me interviewing him um, I forget what episode, but it's on our archives here. On, uh, it's a good one. Urban Baldish. Yeah, he was. He's, uh, good, he's a good interview. He was a good interview. Very smart guy. He's got mm-hmm. a lot of knowledge about stuff. So, yeah, stuff looks like dodos. Yeah, well, he does. He does. He does indeed. Actually, <laughs> makes me feel like a dodo. That's all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm comfortable. Oh, Trina must have left the room to go get Adam, and now she's back. Yeah. Oh, so we got the whole family on here now. That's yeah. nice. Oh, this is a little incestuous. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. We're having a picnic. Where's the beer? Yeah, where's oh, the beer? I'm, I'm drinking it. Oh, I'm still drinking on the Angel's Envy here, so that's good. Yeah. Well, I will say, like, uh, it's really, it's really easy to. Um, I lost my focus. No, it's really easy to lose focus <laughs> when you got a lot it of like. Like this is a case of like this is what where I get myself caught up where there's so much going on and I let my mind drift to like I'm traveling tomorrow and I'm not focusing on the now and this is like I didn't write anything down of all the things I need to do and now I'm getting anxiety about all the things I need to do and the reality is I need to put some underwear in a suitcase. That's it. Because so, you have clothes here. I, yeah, I do have some clothes here, but my nice clothes. Well, I don't own nice clothes, so. Yeah, you're right. I probably don't have to pack anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. You just show up. Well, you should bring luggage. So it's in a box, all the whiskey. Uh, they probably won't let you um, take it on board. They'll probably no. I'll check you. it. Yeah, I'll check it. I get. I have status, and so I can check two seventy-pound bags. I'm going to bring so much booze. Actually, no, booze is expensive in Washington. I need to start bringing it back to Seattle. You do. You need to start yeah. picking stuff and bringing it back here. Yeah, maybe when I get back, I'll do a trip to Total Wine and and. Uh, put together a case yeah to bring home That'd and that, good. you've been at you've been there at wayfair for a year right yep just over a year nice. Yay! It's, it's 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 been Enough a weird that. long long year strange journey um it is but it's been fun and i actually i, I found this really um i found this really encouraging so like a, a friend of ours uh, my my Providence friend Debbie, we're like Providence besties. This is Helen's high school one of Helen's high school best friends. Um, uh, so, uh, this younger gal who worked for her, Emma, 
came, I invited her to come to the office. She was interested in possibly applying for a job. I was like, well, come by the office. I'll give you a tour. I'll, you know, if there's anything, any questions you have, I'll help you through the process. I'll put you in for a referral. That means you get expedited at the front of the line for our recruiters. <clears throat> nice. Happy to help. She came by the office and, you know, I, we just kind of took a walk around the whole place. And like every floor looks almost exactly the same. There's some like little nuanced differences. And I was just kind of showing her the, the teams and took her by my, where I work and she met my manager and um, she was texting Debbie, I think that that day or the next day. And, and she told Debbie, she's like, I don't think I've ever met anybody who likes their job that much. <laughs> and like, I was like, I don't think I was doing a lot to like, like I do enjoy working there, but it wasn't like, I think it's the greatest shit since sliced, sliced bread. Yeah. It's, it's good. I enjoy it. I have a good time and I think I'm good at it. And I also hate parts of it, but I do enjoy like the culture there. Yeah. Like the things I don't like are like things everybody doesn't like about jobs, like too many emails oh. and things are broken and nobody wants to fix it. But like the job, the the company itself where I work, I actually really enjoy. And so I found it really encouraging that like she picked up on that and then it was shared like back channeled to me um, that, this is probably the right choice for, for right now, even though it's hard to be away from Seattle, this is probably a good choice to, to do something I actually enjoy. It's a good adventure to try something different. Being on the East coast is challenging, but kind of fun, you know? And I, I feel like, like the farther I get into it, the more I, I think like, you know, in like five years, I'll look back and not be disappointed that I made that choice. Not necessarily it'll be here in five years, but but it was the right choice. And there was a time, and I think I shared with you this, I was really questioning it. I didn't know that this was the right thing to do. I was really on, on the struggle bus. Um, sure. But, but it's getting better, uh, and I enjoy it. It's, good, it's a good place. And I wish more people from Seattle would come visit. Yeah. yeah well, we, our company, our companies don't, don't pay for us to go out there, and that's unfortunate. My company doesn't pay for me to come out here. Yeah, don't they pay your way? No. Oh, you have no, to. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's all out of our pocket. Oh, that's right, because they, they don't want you to. They don't, they don't want, want me to go back. Yeah. But I, they paid me enough that it was like <clears throat> on balance. It's a wash from what I was making before. So, yeah, so bad. Like, no. So it's like, it's not a free adventure because I'm giving up a lot of my time away from my family. And yeah. time is time is priceless. Yeah. But from a financial standpoint, it's all right. And Helen gets a lot of it too because she gets <clears throat> a lot of her her uh, East Coast friends, which to me is priceless. Yeah, that's that's like a really big driver for like sticking it out when things were kind of dark. Yeah, I have, was having my my pity parties. Sure, uh, knowing that she gets to spend more time with her family, like her parents are getting older. My just like my parents are getting older, and her her like best friends all live here. So, so it's good. Works out fun. for you guys, and I'm happy yeah. for you. I really am. But I'm I miss you. I miss sure. you too in the flesh. I miss very, I miss very specific people. Well, no, that is like when you're here, I see a, I mean, at least I get to see you once, maybe twice. I, I know. It's not what we thought it was going to be. The time there is more limited than I expected. Yeah. But that's okay. It's a, it's a short amount of time, possibly. But I promise I'll come over and touch your nipples. Yay. Give maybe just a, a nipple. Scoop. I might, I might not do both. <laughs> I haven't decided. Maybe well, just one. I am excited for uh, you to come back home. And uh, so hopefully this week we'll do another one that we'll be able to put out in the, the following week while you're away in uh, Chelan. And 
folks, we just want to thank you so much for listening to our sure. uh, nonsense here at Beer, Bourbon, and Balderdash. <laughs> Remember, we are a value for value podcast. That means that we value uh, any donations. So if you go to podverse.com and use that app, if you go to fountain.fm and you can leave us a comment with some Satoshis. Um, you can learn all about that when you uh, use those new podcast podcast apps. And why aren't you using a new podcast app? Why are you using these old legacy apps like, uh, like a boomer? Why don't you pick up a new app that has artwork and chapters and interaction with the uh, artists and the authors of these podcasts uh, like John and I? So you can do that by using a podcast like Podverse or Fountain.fm. It's really easy. That uh, Fountain.fm will actually give you a wallet that you can uh, put crypto coin in there and uh, be able to boost us. Uh, but more than that, John and I are relational people. So what yes. we would really like is your comments and your feedback and something that we can interact with. Um, and if you're technical and you understand about the split kit with Wavelake and Ellen Beats um, and Albi, uh, give me a shout out because I would love your help in making sure that I get the money to the artists that deserve it if we do music. And I might even do like a little pre-show if I'm here 15, 20 minutes early, do a little pre-show with some music um, and just make sure that the artists uh, get paid as well. So I just need a little help, a little direction on that. And thankfully in the No Agenda Nation, there's been a lot of people, John, that have helped me. Um, Sir Spencer, um, uh, Chris, or Seat Sitter, and uh, uh, Metis has helped me uh, tremendously on all those things and getting ready, uh, getting all that stuff set up and finding me better podcasting host company and all that stuff. So they're very helpful people, and I really appreciate that. It's a good community for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and again, if you want to leave us a Balderdash mail, you can contact us at... 360-553-1058. Leave us some voicemails. I'll play them on the next podcast. And uh, this has been episode 70. I hit record. And uh, <laughs> the bourbon was Angel's Envy. The beer was Ipswich Ale Oatmeal Stout. Did I say it right? Very tasty. Yep. Ipswich. Ipswich. Excellent. Uh, well, until next time, folks, cheers. Cheers. What cheer? I don't know why you want this every time. I know Trina liked it that one time. All right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Good night, everybody. Good night.